Now, I'm really sorry to be upsetting you, but I have to warn you. We were attacked by a werewolf. On the moors, we were attacked by a lycanthrope, a werewolf. I was murdered, an unnatural death. And now I walk the earth in limbo until the werewolf's curse is lifted. The wolf's bloodline must be severed. The last remaining werewolf must be destroyed. It's you, Jamie. Welcome to Why Do You Like This? Oh, you remember the name of the podcast? <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> um, yes, I, I am a werewolf. Um, mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it is my time to go. Um, this is the last episode of this podcast and the last episode of just like, you know, Jaime as she exists. Mm-hmm. We could do we could do like a howling and you just transform live on the <laughs> Oh <my> god. <laughs> just do like a Facebook live. Yeah. <laughs> Into it. Did um, you watch the howling when Zach watched the I howling? I did watch. Yeah. You know, I, I took one note and it was like titties. <laughs> yeah. A couple and, people fuck each other and turn into werewolves. It's great. Yeah, good stuff. Um, that's not exactly what happened in this movie, though. Not exactly. But, like, close. <laughs> there is some fucking in this movie. <laughs> there was some fucking. I wasn't prepared. I, and, like, I saw a wiener. I wasn't ready for that either. <laughs> yeah, well, they're in London. <laughs> Those are wankers. <laughs> Nudity is much more uh, permissive. Um, but, no, I, I will say I was not ready to see a, a full frontal. So we have... Uh... <laughs> Spend a minute. <laughs> We have moved on from 1980 to 1981 uh-huh. in our exploration of uh, 1980s horror movies. Mm-hmm. We are here to talk about An American Werewolf in London, a stone-cold fucking classic, one of my favorite movies of all time. All time? Mm-hmm. Like, would it make, like, your top ten? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Top five. Oh, wow. I love this movie. Okay, 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 okay. One of my favorite movies. Mr. John Landis, written, directed. Yeah. Um, before he was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> what was he canceled for? <laughs> okay, so I'm not super familiar, so like that's the only reason I, I'm not trying to like cite anything. <laughs> I want to put this as delicately as possible. Um, so it's like that. <laughs> so in the trigger warning, <laughs> 80s, John Landis um, is a guy who like he dropped out of high school mm-hmm. and got into the movie industry uh, very young and sort of like worked his way up. Did like every job you could do on a movie set. Uh, he's a really smart guy. He's a really funny guy. I like him a lot. <laughs> But he's problematic. He's problematic, but... <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, just quit beating around the bush. Just tell us what the fuck happened. <laughs> so he had worked up his career. He'd made a lot of yeah. successful movies. He made this movie. He made Animal House. Oh, okay. Uh, he made The Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, in the... I forget... Don't know what year it came out. In the 80s, they made a Twilight Zone movie. Uh, I'm going to Google it just so... And every uh, segment... Because you know the Twilight Zone is an anthology. Yes. Every segment was directed by a different director. Like Steven Spielberg did a segment... Um, it was made in 83. Joe Dante did a segment. Mm-hmm. And um, John Landis did a segment. John Landis did a segment about a man played by Vic Morrow, mm-hmm. who's Jennifer Jason Lee's father. Oh, wow. Who um, was like a racist guy who gets transported into the middle of the Vietnam War. And like, I don't know. It's like some weird shit. Mm-hmm. But there's a, fa- there's a part in the movie where he is running from helicopters and he's got two... Vietnamese children with him and they're running across uh-huh. this like river or something while they're shooting the scene they're shooting at night kind of um over the grapevine kind of behind where uh like magic mountain is Jesus Christ uh-huh <laughs> so they're shooting at night they're shooting uh without permits to be working with these two young children love that for them 
I, well, I don't. This is going to go probably very They're shooting a live wrong. stunt with the helicopter. The helicopter comes too low. The helicopter crashes. The helicopter kills Victor Morrow and these two children. Holy fucking shit. Um, so this is Landis, very bad. John Landis is, you know, there on set. He's the director. He's kind of responsible for what's going on. Right. I am not casting any aspersions one way or another. Uh-huh. But this happened. He was, to a degree, held responsible. Yikes on fucking bikes. Yeah. Um, wowzers. And he went on, like, he made movies after that. Like, he right. made Coming to America and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I, I was say, I, I did not realize the name. Mm-hmm. But, um, wowzers. Um, but, before that, he made an American Werewolf in London. Yes. <laughs> not, so, I mean, not long before that. <laughs> during that period I described where he had dropped out of high school mm-hmm. and was, like, working on movie sets, he got a chance to work on a movie called Kelly's Heroes. It was shooting in Yugoslavia. Okay. So he just, like, got his way over there. Casually. Um, as, like, an 18 or 19-year-old. I was going to say, like, what? He bought himself a plane ticket to, like, England and was like, I'll figure it out. And apparently a passport. And, yeah. <laughs> well, he said he learned to ride the rails from, like, Romani people and shit like that. Oh, so it's like that. Yeah. Copy that. Fun, fun. But, so he tells a story about how, while he was traveling over there, they were in Eastern Europe, they were in Yugoslavia shooting, mm-hmm. and how he was being driven somewhere and that they came up on a crossroads and there was a tribe of Romani people mm-hmm. holding like a burial ceremony and they were burying a body like wrapped in like chained up essentially feet <laughs> first okay. at a crossroads and he was like well this is fucking like what's, this is go- wild. what's yeah. going on and then he was with a guy who was like cracking up laughing and calling them gypsies all this shit um, <laughs> but he described to John Landis what was happening he was saying they're burying him like this because he died in a way that they find suspicious and they don't want him to get up. Oh. And then John and the guy was cracking up and then John Landis was like, huh. Uh-huh. And this put this like idea in his head that like, what if, like obviously it's ridiculous. Like right. he's an atheist, he's not superstitious. Um, but this put this idea in his head like, what if he did get up? Right. Like what if something that we know is not real. Happened. Is happening to you. Yeah. And how do you react? Like there's no way around it. And that was the seed for an American werewolf in London. Okay. He wrote it when he was 19 years old. Jesus Christ. And then maybe 10 years later, they mm. made this movie. Uh, he got his friend Rick Baker. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I saw that like in the opening credits, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, we talked like, about Rick Baker in the past. Rick Baker was actually making The Howling. Oh, no way. So he was this involved mo- in those werewolves, too. So... so <laughs> Back when he wrote American Werewolf, he had met Rick Baker and told him, we're going to do this movie together. We're going to change the way werewolves are done in movies. Yeah. And then all this time later, he was like, I got the money. We're going to make American Werewolf in London. Rick Baker's like, I just signed up to make The Howling. And Yikes. he was like, fuck you. <laughs> but anyway, Rick Baker quits The Howling. Oh, shit. To make American Werewolf. And his protege, Mr. Rob Bottin, oh. does The Howling. And okay. he would go on to do like The Thing and Total Recall. Yeah, and RoboCop. I will say there were like notable similarities, mm-hmm. yeah. um, especially with like how they did like the hair, like the body hair. I mm-hmm. would say. I think the transformation um, is better in this movie. Agreed. Um, I think it's a lot more like seamless. Yeah. Um, for lack of a better word. Um, but no, like there's definitely like notable like yeah. similarities. Between, I mean, that would make sense if he like trained him. Yeah, exactly. But then. This movie kind of, they came out the same year. They both came out in 1981. Jesus fuck. And then this movie kind of ate the Howling's lunch. Oh, um, no. <laughs> and this movie is also notable for the mm-hmm. very first Oscar ever 
for makeup, makeup effects. I saw that when I was Wikipediaing this. Was like a special Oscar given to this Rick Baker for this movie. Wow. Because nobody had seen anything like, like they, this. They like they're like we need to give him something because like yeah. this deserves it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Were there other nominees for no, it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't like a regular category. It was like yeah. a special. Like we have to acknowledge this movie because this is fucking nuts. Yeah, because like now they have like categories like makeup and yeah. Now there's all best that. makeup. There's best visual effects. Best yeah. special effects. Um, but yeah, this was like the beginning of all that. Oh shit! And like the real beginning of this time, um, John Landis is also. Uh, I've heard him talk in interviews about how if you go back to the 40s and 50s and 60s, you'll see movies where the movies are really good mm-hmm. and like the cast is good and the directing is good, right. but the monster always looks stupid and yep. it always brings the movie down. Right. And then when you get into the 80s, you come into this time where like the movies are bullshit, <laughs> but the monsters but look, look great. great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 100%. Because like, um, and like not to shit, like I thought the first like half was like kind of slow. Oh my God. I, I to love... get into it. Like, okay. it wasn't bad. It was just, like, kind of slow. Like, I was, like, I found myself kind of, like, dicking off a little bit. And I was, like, okay, I need to, like, not. Like, because, I mean, ADD, ADD brain. Sure, like, sure. <laughs> And you don't not... know where it's going. Well, right. Yeah. So, I'm just, like, okay, okay. Like, literally up until basically he gets, like, released in the hospital, I was kind of, like, me, 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 me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, um, but. Then you're, like, ooh, fucking. Literally. I was, like, oh, my God, those are breasts. <laughs> Attention peaked. No. Um, actually, I will say my attention was, like, thoroughly peaked when, um. Like, the... What's her name? Alex? Yeah. Um, she's, like, assigned to, like, be with him at night. Jenny Agater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he has, like, those, like, weird sequence of nightmares. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I saw... This is one of those movies I saw when I was, like, way too young. Right. And that nightmare scene of, like, the Nazi werewolves coming into the his family's house and killing everybody, yeah. like, really freaked me the fuck out. I, that would ruin me, too. <laughs> Um, as an almost thirty year old, yes, I didn't like that already. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and this is like again to like to the point of like this is like eighties kind of bullshitty shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, no. <laughs> yeah, no. This movie. Um, so for anybody who hasn't seen it, yeah, and sorry. really like, what's your fucking problem? I mean, I literally hadn't seen it until what's today. Yeah, yesterday. but I know what your fucking problem is. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, this movie is about two friends who mm-hmm. are maybe. 1920. Yeah, I, I people aged like, differently in the 80s. I agree. They I look think, like they're 40, but they're. they're I, saying, I think they were like college aged. Yeah, they're like college aged. Maybe they're in their like gap year. Right. That's what I'm thinking. They're uh, two Americans from New York that are traveling in mm-hmm. Europe. They're making their way across London. They're going to go to France. All that shit. They're basically there to like see shit and fuck. Right. Not each other. I mean, maybe. Yeah, let them live their fucking truth. Yeah, whatever. They didn't address it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all pink in Europe. Hey, um, well, but... first of all, let me just, like, start off, like, hitchhiking and backpacking is never a fucking good idea, especially nowadays. Yeah. Like, no, no. This was 19... This it, doesn't, is... it doesn't matter. This is roughly the 70s. They're fine. And you know how people got murdered hitchhiking and fucking... In America. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't happen anywhere else. <laughs> Nobody got murdered anywhere other than America. And serial killer is a very American thing. Well, yeah, but, like, it's not to say that they didn't happen anywhere else. Oh, and you're up. They've got fucking werewolves. Um, um, yeah, Jack, Jack the Ripper totally didn't exist. <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> Sounds fake. But I think okay. a bunch of people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, <laughs> where were we? There's a Batman comic called Gotham by Gaslamp that's like the whole Batman that? mythology transposed to the early 1900s, and he fights Jack the Ripper. That's actually kind of fun. Yeah, it's dope. Hmm. Um, so yeah, they're backpacking. They're they're living yeah. their life. 
they're uh, they're, it's in, cold. they're in Europe <laughs> or they're in uh, England mm-hmm. and the English countryside. Uh, they get out of a truck load of sheep, which is a very unsubtle metaphor for where this movie is going. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was like, these Jesus are Christ. two young men who will be dead by the end of this movie, and some of them very quickly. Spoilers. Yeah. R.I.P. Jack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, one of the best quotes from this whole movie was... Uh, in, very quotable movie. Yeah. Very beginning. I think Debbie Klein is a mediocre uh, person with a good body. With a good body. And I was like, honestly, I know a lot of Debbie Kleins. There's nothing <laughs> mediocre about Debbie Klein's body. <laughs> that sent me. Um, so they find themselves at this pub mm-hmm. called The Slaughtered Lamb. <laughs> they try to get in, get a little warmth. Uh, everybody is very shook to see them there. Yeah, and, like, one of my other notes was, like, I think I would rather die than, like, walk into a bar and have everyone just, like, stare at you like that. What if they tell you a funny joke about the Alamo? I'd walk the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was bloody. Bloody awful. Bloody awful, if you ask me. I love the, I love everybody in the Slaughtered Lamb. Oh, yeah, they're, they're delightful. They're obviously hiding a secret. (laughs) What? As we will find out later, they're being uh, perturbed nightly by a werewolf. I mean, it happens to the best of us. (laughs) And the worst of us, apparently. Truly. Um, anyways. There's a large pentagram painted on the wall. Casual. And that's the other thing. If I walked into a bar and that was on the fucking wall, I'd get the fuck out. I'd be about it. Oh. Be like, this is cool. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. I mean, if I walked into a bar now yeah. and that was there, I'd be like, oh, cool. It's an American werewolf-themed bar. That's different. But yeah, if you were, you know, 19- I'll have one howler, please. <laughs> <laughs> and a blue moon. <laughs> What kind of alcohol do you think's in a howler? <laughs> uh, a howler, I think, is like a jalapeno popper. <laughs> like a plate of howlers. Oh, I was thinking like a spicy mark. <laughs> um, two kinds of people. Um, anyways, um, honestly, a jalapeno popper sounds kind of bomb. But so they're they're weirded out by being... <laughs> There's pizza over there. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> I asked for a spicy... Well, like... Pizza's what you have. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyways, as, as you were... <laughs> The wisdom to accept what you can't change. <laughs> and the wisdom to know the difference. Um, so they leave after mm-hmm. uh, having a very weird, awkward interaction with everybody in the mm-hmm. bar. They make the gentleman miss his darts. <laughs> Which is honestly upsetting. I'd be pissed too. But on the way out, they are given the advice mm-hmm. to stick to the road and stay off the moors. And what do they do? Uh, they go wandering off the road <laughs> fucking immediately. Yeah, because they're dumb. <laughs> they're dumb. <laughs> uh, there's something out on the moors with them. Yes. They are attacked by some sort of large animal. <laughs> Jack is torn the fuck up. And his friend just, like, fucking pieces out. Yeah, like, you texted me right when yeah, this happened. I was very upset. Well, I was upset not more. I was more upset that he turned back. Because to the point, because you were just like, oh, like, would you like just left Zach there? Like, if no, I didn't. Home. I didn't ask you. I said you would have just left Zach there. And I said no, <laughs> Zach would have left me there. <laughs> he can run faster than me, and he knows it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not stupid. <laughs> Here's the thing: the problem is turning around. Because if his ass didn't turn around, guess yeah. who would not have been a werewolf? Well, I mean, <laughs> I think it's being a werewolf is kind of cool, but. <laughs> Anyways. If I had to pick one supernatural curse. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. That's what I would pick. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, like, you really only have a problem, like, one one like to three days three, out of the month. Yeah, three nights a month. 
If the, that if the moon thing is even part of it right. in the mythology that you're existing in. Yeah, so, I mean, like, really, it just depends. Like, there's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of factors here. You, like, weaponize it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sold. <laughs> like, hey, can you meet me here on this day at this time? Okay, thanks. Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to a rally. <laughs> a moonlight rally. You know, I would have, like, probably given it, like, the guise of, like, a rave. <laughs> but, like, sure. <laughs> It's fine. Um, where, where are we? Oh, yeah. So he, so, he gets... Uh, Jack attacked. gets fucking mauled. Yeah. Um, and what's his name? David? David survives. Yeah. He wakes up in the hospital like weeks, weeks later. Like, Jesus fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine being that fucked off. He barely has a scratch on him except for like a really cool scar across... Scratch scar across his chest. And he has like the other one on his face. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. Like, honestly, like... All yeah. things considered, looking pretty good. But the doctors are <laughs> insistent that he's, like, traumatized and his memory's fucked up because they were clearly attacked by a man. Yeah, and he's like, fuck no, it was a dog. Yeah, it's or, some like, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> and I just like how they were just like, um, just prepare yourself, your friend's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, so chill. Like, he's like, dead. He's like, I watched him get fucking annihilated. Yeah. Shortly after he sees his friend's... <laughs> And, like, is that the morphine talking? Like, I, I that was what I was initially thinking. Right. I was like, is he just, like, high off his ass? But I think the real makeup triumph in this movie is the first time you see Jack. Yep. With all the, like, the, shit. He's got head. the little wiggly piece of flesh uh, on Yeah. His. No, no. So, Jack, the ghost of Jack, um, as we referenced in the opening monologue of this podcast. <laughs> well, we didn't do anything. The ghost of Jack um, is still walking the earth in limbo because he was killed by a supernatural creature. Right. We're to understand. Um, he will continue to decompose as he shows up. Poor bastard. To talk to his friend to try to get him to commit suicide or do whatever he has to do to sever the wolf's Right. Line. But, like, he, like, explicitly says, like, fucking kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. My favorite part is uh, later at the porno theater where all the other ghosts are trying to <laughs> get him to kill himself. <laughs> I, I like the couple that are really chipper where they're like, oh, it got to be good. Yeah. I was like, Trigger oh. warning. I was like, oh, honey, no. <laughs> uh, 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 There's a lot of suicide talk in this movie. Yeah. But... Um, well, I mean, yeah. There, I'm not going to lie, there definitely was, but like, it's, it is all in like good jest. Like, it's not like, you know, like, go fucking kill yourself. Yeah, suicide I is mean... painless. <laughs> Get the fuck out of <laughs> Um, anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, he gets visited from beyond the grave. Mm-hmm. His um, friend's like, here's what's up. Yeah. You are a werewolf. You gotta kill yourself or you will go out and kill others. And he's like, He's okay. like, fuck you. Werewolves aren't real. I'm hallucinating. Yeah. Leave me alone. He thinks it is a morphine fever dream. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna bang this nurse <laughs> three or four <laughs> times max and then I'm going home. Which is like so wild. <laughs> um, but no, like at, at first I totally thought it was like a fever dream or some shit. I was like, oh, maybe he is like, yeah. like freaking out. I don't think I told you this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so I don't like picking, taking painkillers. <laughs> Just like for like the record. Um, I was on them recently because I just had surgery, and my body does this thing like. Why are you when... winking so much? <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. I don't like painkillers. Um, no, like really. Um, <laughs> what are all these subscriptions with different people's names on? Them? <laughs> oh, that's something else. <laughs> don't worry about it. No, um, but yeah. So after like a few days, like when my body I think is like kind of like at its pain threshold or like you know like past like the point of like needing to be on like narcotics. It's like, hey, let's have, like, a really bad fucking trip, 
and like you can go back to Tyler and all sweetie like because <laughs> right. um, that's happened to me more than once mm. <laughs> and like every time I've like had to take painkillers for more than like a day or two um, but yeah so like this was like three or four days post-op I'm like in the middle of the night like I keep waking up well <laughs> Zach keeps waking me up because he's sleeping downstairs with me because I have to sleep on a recliner because uh, by the way if, if this is just for people's application I just had uh, a tummy tuck done a couple weeks ago um, but Jamie I just sleep attacked. in a... Huh? I said Jamie was attacked <laughs> by a mysterious animal. Yes. <laughs> no, just uh, myself passing out on the stove. <laughs> um, but you have to sleep, like, in a recliner for, like, a good, like, the better part of a week, just because, like, it's sure. too much on your, like, seams <laughs> to be, like, laying flat. <laughs> for lack of a better word. But anyway, so Zach slept on the couch in case I needed anything. Okay. Um, and... <laughs> He woke me up a couple times in the middle of the night because apparently I was screaming in my dreams. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no. And, well, you and I have had conversations what about a this. nightmare. And, yeah, in real life about how I, like, lucid dream and have, like, wild <laughs> nightmares and, like, uh, night terrors and, like, sleep paralysis and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this in the middle of the night this night, I kept having the same, like, nightmare loop. You know, like, when you fall back asleep and you're, like, right in the same fucking oh, wow. bit um, of someone. But, like, you know, like, when... And I've never done LSD, so I can't speak to it. Um, I know I'm a fucking loser, whatever. What about mushrooms? <laughs> no. Really? Really? I, I I'm not opposed to doing mushrooms because oh. like it's like grows from the ground, like. But <laughs> but not. <laughs> I know you've offered to be my sherpa before. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never done drugs. No, we we are children of God, and we're pure. Oh, let's keep it. <laughs> let's not do that. Let's keep it. Keep it chill. <laughs> Um, I'm a child of Ron and Terry, and that's it. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, anyways. Child so, of Dune. <laughs> you know, um, like, in movies and TV, when they, like, depict, like, a bad acid trip, and everything's, like, neon, and, like, yeah. the walls are fucking melting? Mm-hmm. So that was happening in my nightmare. Oh, wow. <laughs> but then there was, like, a home invader, and, like, someone was trying to kill me. Like, but you know those nightmares where you, like, are screaming, but nothing comes out? Yeah. So I was doing that in my dream, but in real life I was screaming. <laughs> oh, man. Waking me up like, oh my god, are you okay? Did I ever tell you about the like the time when I first started taking melatonin? <laughs> so I take melatonin, yeah, um, to help me sleep, and it works oh. spectacularly. We take it nightly. I totally get it. And, um, um, melatonin for life. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but when I first started taking it, um, it gives you wild dreams. I had the most like <laughs> crazy feeling uh-huh. dream that I've ever had in my life. But so it started out. <laughs> Like, the worst possible thing. Oh, Uh let me tell you about a dream I had. No, Uh, I I just did. The dumbest shit. (laughs) So I was, like, I had a second job, like, Uh delivering Chinese food in San Francisco. (laughs) You were a Nordasher? (laughs) Or something. And then I was going home, and I had a secret apartment. And the entrance was hidden behind, like, a panel truck. Uh So you had to move the panel truck, and that was the secret way in. And then there was, like, this cool hidden apartment. Uh And then I had, like, people over. Was this, like, semi-recently? Or, like? This was, like... Uh, like I was living in Dublin. Place? Okay, I was just like, so it was like four this? years ago, four okay. or five years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I had like a tiny get together of people at my hidden apartment in San Francisco. <laughs> uh-huh. But then I like left the living room to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And I closed the bathroom door behind me before I turned the light on, which is very odd. Yeah, that's a weird like <clears throat> sequence of events. But I closed the door behind me and uh-huh. I go to turn the light on. But then when I go to like flip 
push the switch in, some it feels like there's like resistance, like the switch doesn't want to be pushed. <laughs> like something pushing back on yeah. the switch from the other side. Don't like that. <laughs> and then the atmosphere in the like bathroom gets like really fucking like electric and heavy and weird. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I open the door and I piece out to the living room and I'm like, don't don't go use the bathroom. There's like something bad in the bathroom. <laughs> And we all turn to look, and there's just, like, the black silhouette of a man standing in the bathroom door, and then I wake up. Nope. <laughs> Hard no. <laughs> um, that's totally my sleep paralysis. It was like funny. Nightmare. I woke up, and I was like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Because uh, I don't remember my dreams, like, ever. Oh, my God. That must be really fucking nice. <laughs> As someone who lucid dreams frequently, no, thank you. Like, it is, that's a fucking curse. <laughs> Um, I, I can't tell you how many times in the middle of the night where, like, anything, I've just been like, oh, shit, there is something in the room with me, and I'm like, oh, no, like, it's absolutely the fuck not. Like, mm. I had a recurring, like, sleep paralysis when, uh, my parents used to have a cabin up at, like, Rayosa that burned down a couple years ago. <laughs> yes. And, uh, I had this, <laughs> like, recurrent sleep paralysis demon that was, like, <laughs> this, like, witchy lady that would, like, have, like, a fucking lantern, like, would, like, walk around the fucking cabin. That's so interesting. And, like, would, like, get, like, in my fucking face, and, like, I couldn't do shit about it. It was the worst. I really want to read a fucking book about, because that is such a common sleep paralysis thing. Like, yeah. everybody who has sleep paralysis, like, sees the same things. Mm-hmm. So I just, like, really want to know, like, what the fuck. No, I do, too. <laughs> I, I, I would be really interested. Like, the best thing I can describe it is, like, a weird, like, witchy, like, almost piratey witch lady. Yeah. Because I've like, had I've had sleep paralysis once, but I didn't mm-hmm. see anything. I, was, I think we had a conversation about this once. I um, just, like, woke up and knew immediately what was happening. Oh. And then I was just like, okay, well, I need to wake up before I start seeing shakes. I'm not going to handle that well. <laughs> no. <laughs> you never do. <laughs> and, like... And it's, like, the wild thing, too, because people are like, oh, like, lucid dreaming is so fucking cool, and, like, whatever. I'm like, no, like, you're so exhausted afterwards. It's like you don't even sleep. Yeah. Like, because, like, your brain's just like... Yeah. It's awful. 10 out of 10, don't recommend. Sounds awful. (laughs) Yeah, no thanks. Anyways. So David's having some crazy dreams. Yes. Um, All of that to say. (laughs) He's running through the woods and killing deer bare-ass naked. He's seeing Nazi werewolves (laughs) slaughter his family. Such a fucking crazy scene. It's so weird. I thought he was going to fall into, like, a nightmare loop. Yeah. Well, then he wakes up. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's still in his nightmare, and then he wakes up again. I love that. Yeah, I was like, oh, too real. <laughs> it's very, like, Boonwell, very discreet, charm bourgeoisie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was very into it, but it was also, again, very real. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that. So he gets discharged from the hospital. To uh, his now girlfriend. His nurse, Alex, is super into him. Like, no. As someone who's, like, you know, been in patient care, yeah. like, that's the last thing I fucking want. <laughs> Florence Nightingale syndrome is a thing, I guess. Yeah, I but guess. it's also there's a little bit of like a fantasy for yeah. like a, a guy that age. Oh, I'm sure. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, it's not like she wasn't hot. She's like, super hot. He's a good looking guy too. Yeah, I'm happy like, for both of them. Yeah, like <laughs> they they all got what they wanted. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, I guess until the end. <laughs> the doctor goes to the town where this happened, the little village where this happened, to try to get to the bottom of it because yeah. things are not adding up. Yeah, because like he's adamant, like, oh, this was like a critter. This mm-hmm. was not like. A escaped lunatic. Yeah. Like, and then and the people at the town are being very weird. Correct. Like, very weird. Small shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, while David is in the hospital, a man who represents, like, the uh, American embassy comes to visit him. Oh, yeah. That is Frank Oz. Oh, no way. That is the voice of Miss Piggy and Grover and Yoda. <laughs> Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can definitely hear it in his voice, especially when he first shows up and he's like, hi. You know, um, I'm, 
because I, I told Zach I would watch it again with him uh, because I because of how the timing worked out this week. I couldn't watch it until like he was at work yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very grateful for the excuse to watch this movie again. <laughs> but I was like, um, like, oh yeah, like if I dig it, like we'll like watch it again. And like, like I said, the first half I was kind of like, eh, it's a little slow. Like I'm sure it'll pick up. Like, like yeah. obviously, like Jackson would have picked it if it like, was shit. <laughs> but then, um, like at the end, I was just like, okay, yeah, I'll watch it again. <laughs> like without giving any other context. Yeah. Um. So they go back to her flat. <laughs> yes. Don't get it twisted. We're in London town. And they have immediate shower sex. Immediate. Mm-hmm. I was not prepared for it to happen so quickly, but like, yeah, because like they're just kind of like, oh, like flirty, whatever. And I, at first I was like. And she's taking him home. Well, right. But I was like, oh, I don't know if she like feels bad because he doesn't have anywhere to go. And he's clearly still like not well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and she's trying to maybe like, maybe just like get him on his way. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh no, it's, it, it is like that. I was, I was really, I, I had pure intentions, <laughs> but they went they out the not. window very quickly. They had cruel intentions. Uh, they surely did. Um, yeah. Cause he takes her down multiple times. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like whole bunch, whole bunch, like in a very short sequence of time mm-hmm. and good for them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, he sees Jack one more time. <laughs> He, yeah, as, as you were saying, he does get grosser by the encounter. He's very green at this point. He's very green. <laughs> but only gets greener. But he's still in makeup. Later we'll see him and he will become a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we're calling him? Because <laughs> the, the last the, iterance of him was... Yeah, the last time you see him, he's, a, he's just a puppet in yeah. the porno theater. It was a spectacle, <laughs> for sure. Um, but he's telling him, like, look, I, I'm sorry to be bumming you out, but, like, you got to fucking listen to me. You're going to kill people. You're mm-hmm. going to make, like, weird ghost things like me. <laughs> yes. And uh, he's like, fuck off, Jack. I'm here to get my dick wet. You look like a meatloaf. <laughs> but meatloaf looks better than you. <laughs> yes, the artist. Yes. <laughs> Just... Meatloaf the man. <laughs> the man, the myth, the loaf. Um Just fuck up. <laughs> No. <laughs> yes. <sighs> oh, that was me shutting the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways, as you were, sorry. Uh, so she goes to her night shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, David is home alone. He's feeling restless. <laughs> uh, is that what we're calling He's, it? like, pacing the apartment. He can't, like, settle his mind. He tries to read. He tries to listen to music. He tries to watch TV. Something about Naughty Nina. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he just he just can't calm down. Can't calm down. He's like tries to eat, but he's not hungry. Progressively gets sweatier. Dogs barking at him. Um, the cat was hissing at him. I I made a note about that. I was like, I do love the animals that are just like yeah, fuck off. No. no, I don't know what your deal is, but absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, like those like weird little girls with a dog, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, well, fuck you, dude. Like, <laughs> you upset our dog. But the soon s- sun sets and the moon rises, and shit goes down. And shit goes down. He gets real hairy real fast mm-hmm. and real grotesque real fast. <laughs> uh, we are treated to the song Blue Moon as David undergoes what looks like the most painful fucking experience. Oh my God. Yeah. Like it made my joints hurt. And this is like, again, this is like a, a first, like there yeah. were werewolf movies before this, but in werewolf movies, like you had Lon Chaney Jr. Like sitting down in a chair and yeah. then just doing like transition fades as they applied more makeup to him. Yeah. I wasn't really sure. Cause I was like, I was going to ask, like, obviously, like, what's the level of computer done anything None. here? So this is all... You got nothing. This is all practical effects. This is That's all... what I thought. I yeah. just wasn't sure. This is all, like, appliances that are uh-huh. made for, like, a shot. So, yeah. like, they spend hours or days or weeks making, like, a fake hand that yeah. you see for, like, a second in the movie. Right. 
but it's just so much attention to detail and everything looks so fucking good. That's what I was like hoping you were going to say. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously I didn't know and I did not want to look it up and ruin it for yeah. myself. Yeah, um, this is 81. This is before even Tron. Right. Because I was going to say, like, it had to have been very minimal, if any. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing okay. at all. Um, and I was like, and, but like, it all looks very smooth. It all looks very good. Like you mm-hmm. couldn't tell that there were seams there right. essentially. Um, and so he, he undergoes this like horrific transformation. He's not oh David God. anymore. No, he, he's a whole dog. <laughs> he is a hellhound, which is how, uh, John Landis describes his like look for the werewolf. I love that. It was a, him and Rick Baker had like a disagreement about what the werewolf was going to look oh, really? like. Because Rick Baker, like myself, mm-hmm. uh, prefers traditionally like a bipedal werewolf. No, yeah. And um, that, that's what I was expecting. Yeah. Like my <laughs> favorite werewolves are the werewolves from the Howling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like just like the Wolfman type werewolf where it's just like a dude in ripped up clothes. Oh, yeah. Like that's like, I mean, like I- I'm of the same camp. Like I'm, I want to see it look more human like than not. Mm hmm. Um, but the wolf in but this most cryptid looks, shit that's the my that's my yeah. go to. But the wolf in this looks great. It and does. it looks scary. Oh yeah. Like I was unnerved and like I said, like if I had seen this as a small child, yeah. I would have been bothered. There's not much like especially werewolves in movies mm-hmm. aren't usually scary. They either look like wolves or they look like bears. Or silly. Or they yeah, or they look silly. Yeah. But there's something about this thing where if like if you saw this I'd be I would the fuck be out. F- yeah. Like, I'm not somebody who... I would probably be killed if I was confronted with a wolf, because I would be like, oh, big dog. (laughs) (laughs) I would pet the puppy. Yeah. (laughs) And then, yeah. Um, Word. But, like, something about this thing looks so fucked up. Right. And there's that shot um, when it kills the guy in the subway. Oh, my God. Which is a great sequence. So good. Um, but when he runs up to the escalator and he trips mm-hmm. and there's that long shot down the escalator and you see it like slowly enter frame, it's like so fucking big too. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I wasn't, I, cause like in the, when he's like transitioning, he doesn't look that big. Yeah. Like he looks more human sized. Yeah. Uh, but like he's fucking massive. Yeah. That's a big ass wolf. Yeah. <laughs> um. Like it is bear sized. <laughs> we talked about last, um, episode that there's mm-hmm. one deleted scene from this movie. Yes. <clears throat> and it's the uh, the scene with the unhoused gentlemen Mm-mm. that are all sitting around like the barrel fire. Yeah. Um, that scene went on longer. Okay. And you actually see them get killed. Oh, fuck. And what John Landis says is they were screening the movie for audiences and everybody reacted so fucking hard to something that happens that they were like ch- talking and screaming about it like into the next scene and they oh. were missing dialogue and stuff. So he cut it out. Oh, wow. Um, and he talks about how it's, like, one of his biggest regrets that, like, he took that out because it's the biggest reaction of the movie and he cut it out. <laughs> I would love to see it. I'm sure someday it'll resurface. I was like, that like, sounds rad as fuck. But, yeah. like, I, I mean, also sounds disturbing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine. No less disturbing than some of the other things we're about to mm-hmm. encounter. We've got <laughs> uh, the couple going to meet their friends mm-hmm. up at their apartment who are killed. Um, <laughs> another one of my favorite lines in the movie where... <laughs> They can hear them getting murdered outside, and the wife goes, John, there's hooligans in the park again. I was like, oh, honey, no. <laughs> when I was a teenager, I really wanted to name a band Hooligans in the Park. Still a good band name. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is this is the copyright. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, it, that whole bit's, like, wild. And then, like, not long after that, um, I, I don't think there's any other murders that night. There's... Because it's only the one night rampage he goes on. He kills the right. homeless guys. Mm-hmm. He kills <coughs> uh, the couple. Mm-hmm. He kills the guy on the subway. That, okay, yeah. I, was, I think that was pretty much it. And then he wakes up in the fucking he zoo. He wakes up in the zoo in the wolf enclosure. He <laughs> yeah. steals a little boy's balloons. <laughs> Power move. 
I'm a naked American man stole my balloons. <laughs> um, and there's nothing funnier than him at the like little bus stop or wherever the fuck it is yeah. in like the coat. <laughs> well, th- part of what I think is so special about this mm-hmm. movie is there are horror comedies. Right. You know what I mean? There's like there's Ghostbusters famously and yeah. stuff like that. But I think this is the only one that is like 100% truly very funny and 100% truly very yeah. scary. No, it is both because like, like to your point, like Ghostbusters, like that's just, to, I, I don't, I don't think most people would be spooked yeah. by Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters properly. What I'll always say about Ghostbusters is it's miraculous that it's good because it yeah. seems like so much stuff thrown at the wall. But what's cool about it is if you took out all the jokes, mm-hmm. it's still a pretty good movie about be. these guys starting their own ghostbusting business. Totally. Uh, so it works in like multiple levels like that. It There's does. a few moments in Ghostbusters I think are scary. That library scene at the beginning with the librarian ghost. Yeah, I actually haven't seen Ghostbusters in many moons, but uh, I've only seen it I think twice like ever. Yeah. So I love Ghostbusters. Um. But no, like I, to me though, it definitely just sits as more of like you know a little goofy. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, he, part of it, you've got Bill Murray there. Right. That's what's the great about You can't about make it not. <laughs> you've got Dan Aykroyd, who's like a real-life crazy person who believes in all this shit. <laughs> and then you've got Bill Murray on the other side of the spectrum, kind of looking around going, like, it's pretty fucking stupid, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually listened to, uh, last podcast on the left did an episode uh, where they interviewed Dan Aykroyd. Very fucking good. Very fucking good. I love Dan Aykroyd. Um, 10 out of 10 recommend that episode. It was came out, like, I want to say, like, almost two, maybe three years ago. Ooh, crazy man. Um... <laughs> And also, this is just me, like, touting how much, how amazing Last Podcast is, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, lo- love those guys. Anyways. Uh, yeah, he wakes up in the, in the, zoo. In the zoo and then <laughs> finds his way back. <laughs> yeah. He's actually feeling pretty good. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean. It's he... good to have wolf blood in Corson 3, I guess. He's all horned up again. He wants to fuck immediately. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but then he sees the stuff in the papers about the murders. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, the, the cabbie. You hear about them, the murders, boy. And I was like, if only, if only they knew. Um, and then he like flips out and mm-hmm. runs away. He gets a little scared. A little scared. Seizes Buddy outside a porno theater. Um, and I do love that, like in the Wikipedia, they like they keep referring to it as, as just a movie theater. Yeah. Like they don't like denote it, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> like. You know what's funny is John Landis, he said when he wrote the movie, mm-hmm. that was a theater that showed cartoons. Stop. And that's what he wrote into the script. And then they went to Piccadilly Circus and it was a porno theater. And he was like, all right. <laughs> this is the same. <laughs> like, it's fine. Who cares? <laughs> Close enough. And I really fucking love the weird fake porno they shot for this like, movie. Yeah, I think it's better. <laughs> it's but... called See You Next Wednesday, a nonstop orgy. <laughs> <laughs> which is a t-shirt that i own stop yeah <laughs> that's great um but no i think it's more fitting like i mean like yeah like a like you know cartoon theater would have been like good it would have been funny the juxtaposition like, would have been funny but this, is this hits too. different yeah <laughs> and he transforms always in the porno theater after he has a confrontation with the ghosts of all the people he murdered yeah. they try to get, get him to kill himself which was wild yeah. like, that i wasn't prepared for <laughs> pretty nuts um, Another great line: the one guy who tells him that he's not his friend, he's a victim of his carnivorous lunar activities. <laughs> I don't like that. I, like, I couldn't remember exactly what he said. <laughs> uh, right. He transforms. Um, a cop gets like pulled into the theater because he hears noise. He walks in, he just sees the wolf just eating somebody in the aisle. It just like looks up at him casually. And I was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> it's happening!" And then like all hell breaks loose. 
Oh my god, that's the most chaotic ten minutes of anything I've ever watched. It's great. Ever? It's awesome. Like, I don't even know how to, like, quite describe what mm-hmm. goes on, other than just, like, it's purely chaotic. Yeah, the wolf explodes out of the theater onto Which, Piccadilly Circus, by the like, way, Times Square in London. Yeah, and I do love how all these, like, fucking idiots are just like, oh, what the fuck's going on over here? Like, crowding the door, and the cops are like, no, like, get the yeah, fuck get out. get the fuck out of here. Like, you don't know what's happening. There's a werewolf inside. <laughs> and they're like, bullshit. They're like, cool, let's see it. Yeah, like, they're all, like, <laughs> storming the door, and then he, like, Boy, let's see the werewolf. Um, but yeah, Govna. the fucking chaos. Like, like when that like cop gets fucking decapitated, <laughs> his head just fucking rolls out, and then like all of the fucking car like the, crashes. The, the guy that gets crushed between the two cars that always gets me. I was really hoping the bus was gonna tip over though, and mm. I was kind of disappointed it didn't. Yeah, they, they probably didn't have the money for that. Oh, surely they did. <laughs> um, well, because they would have had to tip over a bus. A bus. Yeah. <laughs> but He's not Christopher I was, Nolan. I was not prepared. <laughs> like. Again, like, I was kind of, like, chilling, and, like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, this movie's pretty good, like, Mm -hmm. and then last time I was like, oh, my fucking God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then he gets cornered in an alley by SWAT. Uh, Alex is there. They've tracked him down, her and the doctor, and they have to watch him get shot. Well, and she's like, okay, like, maybe I can, like, turn him, and, like, maybe love will conquer all. And for, like, a second, you see, like, his brow unfurl, but then he attacks her. Yeah. And they shoot him down. They don't need silver bullets. That's a really funny part where he's talking about killing himself and he's like, don't I need silver bullets? And his friend's like, be serious. I mean, I was really kind of hoping it was setting up for a sequel where like he didn't actually die. There's a sequel. Shut up. It is called An American Werewolf in Paris. I hate this. It is a piece of garbage. <laughs> oh, no. It is truly terrible. It has all the CGI you can handle if that's what you're looking for. I don't. That's not what I'm looking I think for. It was, I think it came out like 1998. I hate it here. Um, John Landis did have a sequel uh-huh. in mind um, that they almost did a few years later um, that was also going to be called American Werewolf in Paris. Um, it didn't happen? or Well, if I remember... No, it obviously didn't happen. Well, <laughs> well yes, but you, you get it. Um, no, he wasn't involved in the actual se- sequel that got made at all. Hopefully, oh, okay. hopefully he made some money, though. I, I just pulled up the Wikipedia. It looks bad already. It's fucking terrible. Um, it is the fucking worst. Yeah, fucking yikes. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. Julie um, Delpy's in it, though. She's hot. I was like, who? <laughs> a French actress. She was in... Have you ever seen Before Sunset? Before Sunrise? Before Sunset? Uh, have not, but I just uh, clicked on her Wikipedia. She's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, good for her. Um, but no, like, the last 10 minutes were fucking crazy town. Yeah, so his... Um... Like, I literally like, clicked on the thing, so I was like, there can't be that much movie left. <laughs> yeah. That's it's like a... It's, I don't even think it's a full it, 10 minutes of chaos. It's, it's like felt seven. 90-minute movie, 85-minute yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think it, yeah, it was an hour and 37. Because I was... That's why I was like... And, yeah, and it's like like nine... The last nine minutes, because that's why I was like, how, how long is this fucking crazy shit yeah. going on? But it's just the right amount. Mm-hmm. He doesn't was, overstay his welcome. No, if it was it's longer, a, I would have tuned out. It's absurdly well-paced, mm-hmm. and it's a dynamite fucking movie. No, like, honestly, like, like I said, I gave it four stars. Like, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, like, I probably would have given it, like, four and a half or five if, like, the beginning was a little quicker for me. But also, like, that's just my own personal yeah. ADD problems. Yeah. I do really like the beginning of the movie. I just like all the character stuff. I like the it stuff with him and his friend. I love all the stuff with the Slaughtered Lamb. I think that scene is so funny and weird. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I, 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 I alluded to it earlier, but I love the barkeep. She's fucking great. She's awesome. Um, like, oh, if you want something warm, how about tea? And they're like, okay, you have tea? And she's like, no. No, but I can make some for you <laughs> if you like. <laughs> what I love, too, like, every time anyone walks in, they're like, oh, do you have any food? No. <laughs> There's no food here. <laughs> I do want, like, a... 
like a sequel that's just the people in the bar, though. <laughs> well, I want to uh, know more about their deal. John Landis had the sequel he wanted to make was going to be that she had gotten pregnant. Stop. <laughs> I and hate a, it. There was a whole thing of uh, Debbie Klein, the girl they're talking about, like coming to f- <laughs> to like figure out what happened to them. Stop it. <laughs> because she actually had like an on the low relationship with David before he left for his trip. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, yeah, because then... I mean, she fucked someone else at the funeral. Yeah. That, that they talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what his Scott name was. Scott Levine. Thank you. I was like, I knew it was like some white boy name, but like, I didn't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, no, that's fucking bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Amer- want, I want more of the pub people. Yeah, American Werewolf in Paris is not about that. It's about three friends on an international daredevil tour. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I don't like that. Save a girl from committing suicide by jumping off the Eiffel Tower. And then get brought into this world of bullshittery. Wow, 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 yeah. wow, wow. I highly do not recommend <laughs> American Werewolf in Paris. It's fine. Nobody has to see it. As much as I like American Werewolf in London is as much as I dislike American Werewolf in Paris. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so um, the Wikipedia, so the American Werewolf in London page takes you to... Uh, hyperlinks immediately to an American werewolf in Paris. The first line says, not to be confused with an American in Paris. <laughs> yeah, that's a movie. <laughs> Which I did not know. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Completely different fucking thing. <laughs> but at least based on the brief skimming I've done. But like, wh- how would you confuse that? <laughs> the sound different. <laughs> so um, clearly someone on the on the Wikipedia has some explaining to do. There's some of the CGI from an American werewolf in Paris. Oh, from... <laughs> no. I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. Um, so, I, I, do you have anything else to say, or do you want to intro what we're doing next week? Um, I just cannot state enough how much I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It, it is, is fun. It is funny. It is scary. It is. It, it hits. It hits all the boxes. Great music in it. Oh yes. He is not afraid to just put all the fucking moon puns he can. Nope, and that's okay. I'm here for it, honestly. Yeah. Like own it. Uh, lean the fuck in. Yeah. Like if you're gonna do it, do it. For real. Um, anyways. Um, so, next week, we're in 1982. Mm-hmm. We are on to John Carpenter's The Thing. Ooh, I actually haven't seen The Thing. Mr. Kurt Russell. Yeah? Yeah. That's it, just Kurt, Kurt Russell, nobody else? No, you got Wilford Brimley in there, and you got <laughs> Keith <sorry>. David. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to, like, rattle off names, and then you didn't. <laughs> um, Kurt Russell and Kurt Russell's beard are the only ones that matter. <laughs> and Kurt Russell's fun hat. I was like, honestly, I love Kurt Russell, so I'm like, not even mad. Yeah. Um... It the the Google was telling me that you can watch it on uh, Hulu or Amazon Prime. Make sure um, you're um, looking at the original or the not even the original, the 1982 version. Yes, that's what I'm looking. There's at. a remake from 2011. Yeah, no, this is the 82 one. <clears throat> um, apparently it's also on Sling TV if you have that. No, um, nobody knows what that is. It's not a thing. I had it once. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Actually, we bounced back and forth between that and Hulu for a minute. Hmm. Um, Sling TV. Oh yeah. Um, and then also if you have Stars, which I think is on Amazon. So, anyways. But yeah, um, so we'll get into the continued evolution of practical effects in movies. We'll revisit Mr. Rob Bottin, uh-huh. since he did the effects. Hell yeah. The thing. I'll talk about my boy, Johnny Carpenter. Yeah, boy. My boy. Uh, but that'll be next week. So until then, uh, Excellent day. beware the moon. Keep it hanging. Bye.